You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 57. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Are you managing your clients or are your clients managing you? Now, that's a question that you may never have asked yourself. But at the end of the day, are you drained, run down, and burned out? Because you've been doing everything you can for every client that calls up and needs anything. Well, if so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a well-thought-out process for training their clients. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really learned a stepwise approach to learning how to train their clients on how to be treated, or how they want to be treated, and why. You see, people will treat you how you let them treat you. But when you have strong boundaries on what you will and won't do for your clients, well, they either learn those boundaries or they leave. So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep getting what you're getting, or you could learn how to train your clients. That's what we're going to talk about today, how to train your clients. So, if you're ready to learn a process for building a better client boundary system, then stick around. So, why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to train your clients? Well, think of it this way. If you don't have a good way to let your clients understand what you do and what you don't do, you'll always be doing everything for your clients. And you'll get exhausted at the end of the day. And eventually, you'll get burned out. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today. Because I want you to understand that you can can actually build a better client base when you have good systems for your client boundaries. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about three things in this podcast. First, five strategies to training your clients so that you can learn a system on how to train your clients better. Second, how to manage client interruptions so that you know what to do every time you get interrupted. And third, understanding the next steps so that if you're ready to go to the next level, you know exactly what to do. Now, before we jump into those three things that we're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like if you knew exactly what you wanted to do and what you needed to do to help your clients know what you actually do? (laughs) Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business a little bit more? And would you apply what you learned? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. Five strategies to train your client base. Now, before we talk about training your clients, I'm sure you might be thinking that clients don't want to be trained. Or you might be thinking, well, it's not easy to get a client, so how could I ever train them? But think of other professionals, like a a dentist, for example. You don't just walk into a dentist's office without an appointment and tell them that you want your teeth cleaned. No, they're not going to do it. And why not? Because they trained you. They trained you to set an appointment 
And they probably trained you to set a six-month follow-up appointment to get another teeth cleaning. You see, they've been training you all along, and you don't even know it. Now, i got to tell you a quick story. It reminds me of a client of mine that he thought he had a time management challenge. So this client, he was a 35-year veteran insurance agent who was always swamped. He, he always would tell me that he's, he's always busy. His clients are always needing things and so on. And he had a time management issue until one day I asked him, what do the clients really need? And so he said, well, here's an example. Clients need paperwork signed. So he'd drive over to the house and have them sign it because they wanted him to. Clients had to talk to an insurance company, so he'd do a conference call because they wanted him to. His entire day was putting out fires and saying yes to everything that clients needed every time they needed something. And the clients wanted him to do everything, and he did it. So here's what we did. We created boundaries. We mapped out just how those boundaries should go, what he will do and what he won't do, and how to communicate those boundaries. And and he learned how to train his clients after a while, and here's what happened. He got his time management back, and he got his peace of mind back. So let's jump into five strategies to train your client base so you can get your peace back. Strategy one, training your clients on what you do. Okay, so your clients probably have a good idea of what you do. You help them with their investments, you help them with their insurance, or, or maybe you even do both. But they probably think you do everything. And that's the problem. It's the same thing that my client went through, that insurance agent. They thought he did everything. But instead, when he explained that he didn't actually do everything, then they understood his boundaries. So here is how to map out what you do. It's just a little exercise. It's called the role exercise. And also, mapping out your client servicing levels. Let me explain what I mean. So the role exercise is just taking a, a piece of paper and making three vertical lines. And you label these three, the first column, things only I do, or things only I can do. In the middle one, things I and my assistant could do. And on the right side, things only my assistant does. And as a result, you'll start to understand there are some things that they think you do that you don't or you don't want to do going forward. Also, if you've mapped out client servicing levels, get this, what you will and won't do for your clients, for your A, B, and C clients, it won't take you very long before you figure out, I know exactly what I do, and all I have to do is communicate those to my clients to explain what I do and what I don't do. Let's go to strategy two. Strategy two, train your clients on what your assistant does. So at this point, it's important to also explain what your assistant does. Let me explain why. See, years ago, when I was a rookie, I had an assistant who was also the assistant to five other rookies. So she had six of us, six rookies, and we were pretty much hired right around the same year, I think. And the problem was that she trained us, the rookies, to do her job. <laughs> a client would call up, and they'd have a question. I would ask her what to do, and she would tell me how to do it. But she would also say things like, you need to call the back office. In other words, what she was saying is that I need to be my own assistant. Instead, 
she would tell me I needed to talk to the back office to get the information and then get back to the client and so on. And then I would call the client back and get it done. And that's basically what I was doing. I was essentially doing her job. I was my own assistant. When I eventually was told that these things were not what I was supposed to be doing, I trained my clients to know who to ask for and what my assistant's role really was. And then when my clients would call up and ask, ask a question that really wasn't for me, was for her, I would say, well, that's actually a Sue question. I handle the investment side and she handles the paperwork. Let me transfer you to her. And then I'll explain to Sue that when somebody calls up and they ask for me, please screen them by asking, is that an investment question? And if not, if they say, no, it's not, you can feel free to answer, well, I can handle that. And that's what she did. Let's go to strategy three. Strategy three, train the clients on the market. Okay, so I know that you don't have a crystal ball, but do your clients know that? <laughs> or have you trained them to think that you have a crystal ball and you have all the answers? Well, in order to train your clients on the market, you need to have the right tool. I created a tool called the 60-second market story. It's a tool that I'm pretty confident you need to use. It's a template. That's it. It's a template that maps out three things the past, the present, and the future. So you have a process of telling them what has happened, what is happening, and what you think might happen. Now, I stressed might because you really don't know what's going to happen. And, and you're able to use this template anytime somebody says, so I was just kind of curious, what, what's going on in the market? You see, what you're doing is you're training your clients to understand the reason why the market is acting a certain way. And you're helping them to understand why it has in the past, is happening right now in the present, and what you think, again, might, I stress might, happen in the future. You can't guarantee anything, as you know. And the best part of all of this is the natural way to segue into your recommendations. And that's exactly why I'm recommending to my other clients that we add to their positions while the market's down. Do you think you want to put some more in, into your investments? <laughs> also, they will always know that they can ask, so what's going on in the market? And you'll always have an answer if you've trained your clients on this subject. Let's go to strategy four. Strategy four, training your clients on expectations. So this is a topic that I failed at when I was a rookie. I'll be the first one to admit it. Let me explain what I mean. See, when I was a rookie, I decided to to call prospects with a brand new idea, something they'd never heard of. And it was called the Dow Five, or the Dogs of the Dow. You might have heard of that. It was way back in the 90s. It was 30 years ago. It was the top five Dow dividend stocks with the lowest prices. And so this had a five-year average annual return of 25%. That's pretty good. It had beaten the Dow Jones industrial average 18 out of 20 years. That's really good. And I told everyone, and I opened 100 accounts in my first year, and my clients were disappointed when they didn't get 25%. <laughs> also, they were disappointed when it didn't beat the Dow. See, I overpromised, and I underperformed. You don't want to do that. And that's why you want to explain to the clients the realistic expectations of the market. 
in fact, they should understand that sometimes they'll lose money, but that all bear markets are followed by bull markets eventually. My point is this. You need to train your clients on their expectations or get this. They're going to come back to you. They're going to come back to you and say the returns were not what what they expected. You see, it's important because they have short memories. When they lose money or even get 20% returns, <laughs> when they're expecting 25%, they're unhappy. So you want to make sure that you train your clients on this subject. Let's go to strategy five. Strategy five, train your clients on the future. So this last strategy is really about training your clients on thinking about their life transitions as being a a reason to strategize about their future. Here's what I mean. It's called financial life planning, and it's really been around for a few years, at least 20 years or so. But here's the concept. For any life transition that your clients have or are going through, such as going to college, buying a house, having kids, and especially retirement, it'll affect their money. So if you train them to talk to you about their short-term, mid-term, and long-term goals, then you'll be able to build a strategy around all of it, and they will be your client for life. It's a concept that can make your entire career if you know how to do it the right way. And it all comes down to having the right conversations that revolve around life transitions. When you do this, you're going to train your clients to need and want your help for their entire life and your entire career. And when you do that, and you do all of these strategies, these five strategies, you're going to start to train your clients pretty quickly. And watch what happens. Your business is going to transform. It's going to get easier. It's going to be more streamlined. And you're going to be happier. You're going to get more done in less time. And you're going to like your client base more if you train your clients. How to manage client interruptions. Now, clients are going to interrupt you every day, and they have been since you started. It's inevitable. But it's what you do when you get interrupted that really makes the difference. It makes or breaks you. Let me explain what I mean. Years ago, when I was a rookie, I remember asking one of the top producers what he did all day. And he said to me that basically what he did all day is he looked at the stock market, looked at the bond market, looked at the latest news, and called a few clients and started handling all of the interruptions during the day. That's what he did. He had no real plan. And he had no real plan on how to handle interruptions except for doing whatever anybody wanted, any time they wanted it. Does that sound like you? If so, you have to know that you're not alone. Most advisors and agents go through the same thing. And you're going to love the system I'm about to explain. It's what I call the incoming call-in, walk-in dialogue. And it's designed to know what to do when you get interrupted. So you can manage all those interruptions all day long and have a better day. So here's what it looks like. It's just four simple steps, and it's a game changer. Here's what they are. Step one, qualify the situation. So here's what I mean. You have to find out why they're calling. And oftentimes, when a client calls up, they typically start off the conversation with some small talk. In order to take control of the conversation, you got to qualify them. you got to have a qualifying, qualifying phrase 
That's what I call it. And that's what you do to determine why they're calling. And it could be something simple like, how can I help you? Or just a segue from, well, that sounds great. I'm glad you're having a great summer. Hey, how can I help you? Now, this simple phrase shifts the conversation to the reason for them calling you. And it helps you to understand what their challenge is. And then we go to step two. Step two is really determining the outcome. What do they want? Occasionally, the client may may know their challenge, but not the solution. In other words, they may know what they want, but not, not know what to do. And that's why it's important for you to determine the appropriate outcome and confirm it with them and help them to understand that you're both on the same page. And, and here's what it might sound like. So it sounds like you need to get a beneficiary change. Is that right? And they might say, yeah, that's probably what I need. Step three, quantify a course of action. Who's going to do it? Now, once you both are on in agreement and you're both on the same page, all you need to do is make sure that they understand who's going to do it. So it's important for you to explain to them, to the client, who will be the one taking care of this. You're training them again. And sometimes it might be you. And other times it might be maybe your assistant. In addition, you need to give the client an estimated time when it's going to get done or when somebody else will get it done and when somebody's going to get back to them. So here's an example. You might say something like this. I'm going to look into this, and I'll, I'll give you a call back later on today. Are you going to be around between 3 and, and 4? Or you might say something like this. I'm going to have my assistant, Sue, look into this, and she'll give you a call back later on today because this is actually a Sue question. Are you going to be around between 3, 3 to 4? Then we move to the last step. Step 4, end the conversation. So knowing when to get off the call is half the battle. See, the final step is to finish the conversation. And we finish the conversation by saying, not just by saying goodbye, that's not good enough. Instead, you need to end the conversation by explaining a specific action or what somebody else will do and finish the conversation. This helps the client know what to expect. So here's an example. Hey, what's the best number for, for Sue to get back to you on? Are you going to be around later on today between 3 and 4? Great. I'll have her give you a call then. Thanks. And that's that. You see, what we've done now is had a system or created a system that helps you every time you get interrupted. When you do get interrupted, you now know what to do to get in control and train your clients. The next level. So I said we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, five strategies to training your clients. Check. We did that. Second, how to manage client interruptions. Check. We did that too. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the next level so that you know what to do when you're ready to get to the next level and get that level of success that you've always wanted. As you can probably guess by now, training your clients is one of the smartest things you can do for your business in order for it to be effective and efficient. The only real question is, are you ready for the next level? 
Are you ready for the next step? So what is the next step? Well, the next step is simple. It takes about 30 seconds and is probably one of the most important steps you're ever going to take. In fact, I believe that if you take this step, you will take a step in the right direction. You could either disregard everything that you've heard in this podcast about training your clients. Go back to doing what you're doing. and Nothing is going to change. That's actually the wrong step. That's the wrong step in the wrong direction. Or you could take less than 30 seconds to take a step in the right direction. And here's what I mean. Email me. Email me right now at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com and just put in the, in the subject line, let's talk. I'll shoot you an email back and we'll set up a time to talk. Talk about your challenges. Talk about what's holding you back. Talk about your client base. Whatever you need to talk about. We'll set up a free coaching session. And this is absolutely the right step in the right direction. Because if you do, you're going to start a process of getting connected. Getting connections, camaraderie, and ancillary learning. Also, you finally have the solutions to get to the next level. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. Thank you.